Hey, welcome back to another podcast from Oceana High School. My name is Allison, your Senior Dance Commissioner, and I will be hosting today's podcast with two special guests, Eden and Jessica. Hi, I'm Eden. And hi, I'm Jessica. In this episode, we will be having a discussion about novels and everything about books. We hope you find it enjoyable and discover a new book to read. Before we begin, fellow bookworms, there may be spoilers ahead. Proceed with caution. When did you guys first start reading? Like, what book made you fall in love with reading? Because for me, I think it was like Percy Jackson. I don't know what it was about him, but like that was when kind of like started the whole spur of like just wanting to read. Um, for me, I honestly can't remember, but I remember when I was really young, me and my mom would always read books together before I went to bed. And maybe it was the start of when I first began reading Harry Potter. Um, and I don't remember when that was. But maybe that was the time where I really started to get involved in books and I started to really like it. But yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, I know, I think like you, Allison, Percy Jackson was like the big one in third grade that I was like, Percy Jackson made me want to read. Um, but I guess, and then this is kind of going to be talked about later, but I really got into young adult fantasy, that kind of genre in like sixth grade. And it was, I think it was a trip to the library or something super like generic like that. And it was like, we just happened to go to the library in sixth grade and stumbled upon the YA fantasy section. Um, but I guess really starting to read chapter books, third grade, Percy Jackson, I carried books in my backpack. And then my mom said I wouldn't grow anymore because my backpack was too heavy. But I guess maybe that was actually true. <laughs> but that's essentially what happened. Yeah, we both mentioned Percy Jackson and Eden. You mentioned Harry Potter. Those are like pretty, really popular book, like book series. But like, what are some book series that you just can't get behind? Like they're so popular, but you just, I don't know, can't read it. For me, it's Twilight. I don't know why. Like maybe there's just something about it. Like, don't hate me, listeners. But like. I never really got behind the whole vampire werewolf thing. Yeah, um, I actually read those series when I was younger and I actually really liked them. But now that I'm 17 and I look back at it, I would probably never reread it again. Um, My mom just got like the new book. I forgot what it's called. It's like Midnight something and it's Twilight, but through Edward's perspective. And I tried to read it, and I just got so bored with it. I don't really... The books are just very generic, and it's just, you know, it's kind of easy to interpret what's going to happen. And it's also kind of creepy because Edward is really old, and, you know, he becomes obsessed with Bella, and she's literally a teenager, and then she's, like, obsessed with him. And it's really toxic, too, and, you know, it just... It's not healthy, you guys. It's not healthy. (laughs) I think when you're younger, you don't notice these things, but once you get a little older, you figure out, huh, some of the stuff that's going on in these books is not really, like, that great. Um, I think I actually never got behind Harry Potter. Like, I 
I feel like I I may have missed the window to start reading Harry Potter, but I guess it's, Harry Potter is like a all ages type of series. Um, I just couldn't get past the first three chapters and it might just be a thing. Um, but other than Harry Potter, which I guess is pretty weird, um, there was, when we were in like sixth, seventh and eighth grade, um, The Hunger Games, The Maze Runner, Divergent, and a couple other kind of dystopian sci-fi novels were pretty popular back then. I couldn't get behind those either, but I mean, I guess it was just because I had just gotten to YA at that point, and so a lot of the books I read were definitely like the Meg Cabot books of like the Spy Academy series genre. Um, but yeah, you know, maybe I should reread them, but I also don't have like a strong urge to read those books anyways. Yeah, definitely. And like, I felt like I remember I had like a whole spy like wanting to read that space. It's like the Gallagher, I think it was like the Gallagher series. It was just like a bunch of girls going to like a boarding school like for to do spy stuff. <laughs> and that really kind of reminds me of the Shadowhunter novels where like, cause there's this character who like discovered, oh, she's, you know, part a descendant from a whole spy and like, and then she like discovers that she's, you know, to save the world or something. It was a weird, but it reminds me of a lot of tropes. And I want to ask, what's your favorite trope? Because there is the enemies to lovers trope. And that's like a slow burn. That's a slow burn. Allison, do you want to explain to our uh, few listeners what a trope is? Because you, Eden, and I all know what a trope is, but it's kind of like a super... It's a... Specific. Like, you would think a trope I don't know, like a trope is like kind of like a, Jessica, you probably explained it better, but kind of like a cliche storyline. Yeah. Eden, how would you define trope? Honestly, um, I'm not too sure. I think Allison, how she described it, yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. What about you, Jessica? See, this is the problem, right? <laughs> what is a trope? Um, a trope is kind of like a gen. It's not a storyline because there's also like the romance tropes where it's not necessarily a storyline. But the trope is something that a lot of authors kind of follow in terms of a plot or like a problem solution kind of thing. Um, but you have like I would say a couple of the main ones. So the romance tropes. There are a couple like versions of it. So the enemies to lovers, friends to lovers, that those kinds of tropes are pretty common. Also, in terms of the overall plot, like character discovers another part of their identity, saves the other world kind of trope like that. Um, but I don't know. Trope is weird. Okay, we can go back to the original question now. What's your favorite trope? Because I know what's your favorite trope, Jessica. <laughs> then do you want to go first? Because Allison knows, but I don't. So <laughs> you, can, you can go ahead. Um, I'm. I don't really 
mind any tropes really. I mean, I like enemies to lovers, but then that can get a bit generic and it seems like all books that have that kind of trope, it's all kind of the same. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the point, enemies to lovers, but then it also kind of just seems really repetitive. But I really like it because, you know, you get to see how the characters evolve and how they, you know, grow affection towards each other. And I really like that. So, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yes. Jessica? Um, I guess I have a couple in terms, I also really like the enemies to lovers one, um, especially if it's combined with other tropes. It's not like straight enemies to lovers. It's like, you have other problems that have to deal with not. There are some YA novels for young adult um, that straight up just have like the romance as the plot. Like it's the entire book is based on the romance, and I don't really like that. I'd rather be like the having the romance as like the background over, over the actual plot. I think that's more interesting. Um, but I actually like the. I don't know if this would classify as a trope, but I guess it would. Kind of in the way of story writing as in like multiple characters perspective. So you see it in like uh, Heroes of Olympus, so the second part of Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson series. Um, and also Six of Crows where you have like a bunch of characters from different angles, you know, saying different things. Um, but this kind of storytelling can get cliche real quick. Like it can get repetitive and sometimes it's not substantial but when it's done it works out well yeah and i remember i remember reading here a fire and i would just skip manon's chapters because i just wanted to get to the good stuff of aileen of selena <laughs> and so that was just like yeah it like it needs to work out very well for it to like, you know, to be engaging. And in the end, we did find Manon's story like very engaging, but like in the beginning it was just so boring. And I do like getting the other people's perspective, but at the same time, no. I just want one storyline. Speaking of like romance and like background, what's your favorite genre? Jessica, you can go first. <laughs> Um, young adult fantasy, uh, particularly high fantasy. I've been getting into sci-fi recently, but I guess it's not really like a thing that I'm super into. Sci-fi, if it works out well, it works out. But if it doesn't work out, it flops. Like that's just the thing about sci-fi. And I guess that's the same for young adult fantasy too. But yeah, those are kind of my favorite genre. So maybe, I guess they might be the same genre as a young adult, but not. I think young adults like the category of like what the books are like catered for, catered to. I'm not sure. I read like an article before that said that it's called young adult fantasy because the characters themselves are young adults. Or like their age is young adult. So they're like in the, usually I think they're 17 to 25 age range. And so that's why they call them an adult, and it's not necessarily because they're four teens. But who knows? But Eden, what's your favorite genre? I also like young adult and like high fantasy. I kind of want to get into maybe like 
the horror genre, maybe in like thriller, because I really like, <laughs> I like, I don't know, movies that are horror and thriller. And I don't know, with books, you can be so much more descriptive and like the imagination can go wherever you want it to go. And also my mom wants me to start reading Stephen King books because she has a lot. So I'll probably be getting into those soon. I feel like oddly when you're reading, it's very obviously different from watching a movie. But like just imagine you're reading a book and it's like equivalent to a jump scare and then you just get so many more nightmares because it's like all from your imagination. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you both talked a lot about like high fantasy and like YA fantasy. Do you think the genre has kind of fallen? Like, do you think it's too generic? Um, it can be, yeah, because I don't know. A lot of my books that are YA, it's always about like a king and queen and they're probably like tyrants or whatever and there's probably like this one character who's trying to overthrow them and you know make the kingdom better or something like that and I'm that's the plot in a lot of high fantasy YA books um but I don't know if the author can make it sound different than other books then it can be a very interesting and amazing book genre, that's for sure. But I don't know, it's just, it's difficult to find books that don't sound like repetitive from other authors. I don't know, you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And like, it also adds to like the author's like, I wouldn't say capability, but like the way they like do world building because then it can be like so complicated behind like yeah it, what they just write like they sometimes like put too much in and mm -hmm. not like slow enough for us readers to like understand what's going on mm, yeah what do you think Jessica um I read a lot of the same books as Eden so I actually see a lot of that storyline as well also the trope that we didn't mention like girl or boy is secretly another like an assassin or something and then they like hide their identity but then they end up falling in love with the person they were supposed to kill like there's this whole thing that happens so often in high fantasy um, and that gets repetitive real quick but I think the short answer is yeah I think why fantasy has reached its peak <laughs> and it's since kind of like I don't know if it's fallen but it's kind of just like a Stalled, I guess it's kind of like at the same level because I feel like in 2018 2019 when um, Empire of Storms which I think is the last Throne of Glass book right should be um, when Empire of Storms came out there were a couple of other books that were really good that also came out that year I remember um, Six of Crows was also released around that time um, and so was the last book to Fallen Kingdoms there were a bunch of YA fantasy books that were like reaching their end like series that were reaching their end around that point and after that I feel like there haven't been a lot of new like ideas in the high fantasy world I feel like or maybe those books are just so iconic and so amazing that everything else around it kind of seems really dull um, 
But in general, I've actually like even seen just a bunch of like the same character development processes repeated over and over again. And I actually think a lot of high fantasy has moved towards sci-fi. Like it's not as much high fantasy with the super strong fantasy element, but actually a lot of like authors are moving towards like a sci-fi hybrid with high fantasy, which is pretty interesting. And it's kind of like why I want to get into sci-fi a little bit more. But yeah. I guess yeah, high fantasy is still okay. Yeah, there was like, it was also kind of like, it reminds me of like how kind of like the dystopian genre kind of like it was like at the height of like Hunger Games, Divergent, and then it just like fell. Then it was like YA. And now I think it's like also like sci-fi and like contemporary novels that are like really getting like the hype and then they're probably probably gonna fall again. Like that's just the life of things. Speaking of favorite genres, what's your favorite book? And like what is the best thing about it? I can go because I think Eden's still <laughs> thinking. Um, but my favorite book is Six of Crows, plus the second book to the series, which is Crooked Kingdom. Um, everyone should read it. It's like one of the best books ever. <laughs> That's why I mentioned it already like five times in this podcast. Um, but I would say that the best thing about the book Six of Crows I Libra Dugo is the fact that, I don't know, the characters are awesome. That's it. The characters are awesome and you get to see the plot from all these characters' views, but then it's still like a whole story. And the plot is awesome. Okay, I'll just, it, it's a great book. That's why I like it, <laughs> which is not a great answer, but it's kind of it. Um, I don't really have a favorite book. There's so many that I like. Um. I like all the books by Mary Lou. <laughs> She's a really good author. And one of the books that she wrote that I think is one of my favorite is, what's it called? Um, War Cross. Um, and it's about like this girl and she's a hacker and she's kind of brought into this world of like the rich and she needs to help this person. I don't know, I don't. it's hard to explain, but it's really good. I've never really, read a book that's kind of that had like the same plot as it um and that's what i've noticed about mary lou like some her plots that she has in her books are just they feel so like different from everything else and there's they to me they seem original enough to make it a really good book um but i really like it and you guys should definitely read it as well it's there's only two books in the series, so that's also good if you want like a short read as well. But I don't know, Mary Lou is the best author and I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, I do definitely agree. I remember I read her Legend series and her um, The Young Elites. And those two were pretty good. Like they were very original. And I just found it funny how Legend was based in like Los, Las Vegas. And that was like one of the best things because like a lot of the books that we were reading at that time were like not based in the west coast which i found very weird like it was like based around like new york and all that stuff speaking if you could meet a character from any book who would it be and what would your adventure be personally for me 
it would be Will Haredale because just because I feel like he would be the best person and the worst person to talk to because like he would be, do a lot of joking and like just overall just be an amazing person to just hang out with and like there's just there's just something about him you know and maybe our adventure would probably be like I don't know reading because he also loves to read or like maybe like harassing like I don't know the light woods because that would be interesting singing demon pox maybe trying to attempt murder on ducks you know that's one thing how about you Jessica I would meet um, and I just searched up on the internet because I forgot the character's name but we just pretend this never happened um, I would meet in Skype the book there's like a let me just contextualize this by saying in this sci-fi world kind of um, humans have infinitely long lives so like there's there are no diseases um, you can't if you get hurt you can get like surgery and like regenerative properties or like in existence stuff like that um, point is you can live forever and the job of these skites is to basically go around and kill people because they don't want overpopulation so that is the context of, of everything that i'm going to say but i would meet one of the skites in the book which is um who is michael faraday i think i can't talk too much about him without revealing the entire series but he does a lot of cool stuff and I feel like he tried to kill people who he knew would want to be killed. Because the thing is, you, in this world, you can't die because you'd always get revived or you'd always like get healed. And so the only way you could die would be if a Skyth came around and killed you. So, I don't know. I think that's just an interesting question about you know, what happens if humans could actually live forever but obviously like i don't want this to be reality like i don't want skype to be a reality like i would never want to be a skype but i think it's a pretty interesting idea um honestly i don't think i can answer this question because there's so many characters that i've like met well not personally but <laughs> figuratively met um by reading my books and i don't know they're just there's so many that i would want to meet it's just it's too hard for me to pick a single person um but yeah i'm sorry allison <laughs> no it's all right but if you could meet like one like maybe your book boyfriend who would it be <laughs> who says i have a book boyfriend uh cedric diggory oh uh, no not cedric um okay fine um uh okay maybe maybe i want to meet Rowan Whitethorn and the I guess you could call it the Throne of Glass series I guess um because not only is he like immortal and he's been on this world or in their world for centuries um he he's a trained warrior <laughs> and you know I wouldn't mind being taught how to you know defend myself I guess um and also his character just evolves so much in the 
books. Uh, wait, Arrow Fire, I guess, and um, Queen of Shadows by Sarah J. Moss. And um, I don't know, I would really like to have him as a friend as well. I don't know, he just seems like he would be there for me. <laughs> Yeah, he's a really interesting character. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like I remember looking up fan art of him, but I keep forgetting he has like a whole like tattoo that has like, mm-hmm. whole right. powers and stuff. I know. Jessica? <laughs> and Rowan's a solid choice. I was gonna go the other Sarah J. Mass series and just say like I'm telling you when this is a complete spoiler, but I knew Reese <laughs> was definitely gonna be a good person. And then Taylor was like not great. Like the first book, I remember telling Allison. Allison didn't believe me. This is when like Akatar first came out, and Allison didn't believe me. But then it happened, and so Reese would be really cool. Um, also, I think Azriel would be cool. I mean, yeah, Reese or Azriel from the Akatar series. The Bat Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with um, with Castan. But Cassian and um, Nesca. Oh yeah, there's there's yeah. that new book that's coming out like in like eight days or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've kind of talked about like really popular books. What's an underrated book that you love? For me, um, it's by V.E. Schwab. And I forgot what they're called, what the series is called, but it's like, it's about I think it's like archived or something but I know it's about this girl who like basically captures like dead people who've escaped and it's just a really really cool concept what about you Eden um I okay I'm not sure okay I've read the first book of the series but I haven't read the other two and I really want to, but I think I was just too busy with like work and then I got caught up with other stuff. But it's called Three Dark Crowns. I think that's the first book series. Yeah. And it's by, I forgot her name. Can something, K something. But anyways, um, I, I like never hear anyone talk about this book series and it's so good. And it's about like these three girls in their lives and I can't say too much because, yeah, but I think Maisie Woods was the one who recommended this book to me. And literally the first book, it just got me hooked. And I really want to reread it right now (laughs) and finish the series because I have all the books. But yeah, that book series is really good and you guys should definitely read it. Yeah, I think I read the first one and like, I I wasn't very, very hooked. I don't know why. Maybe I'll try rereading it again. I think I got to the third book or something because it has more it has like five books that's a long series Damn. <laughs> I think it's five it's longer than three maybe um, but stuff happens <laughs> I like stop before the last book because nothing is true Eden nothing is true just yeah I yeah yeah. I remember like the last book where it's like big plot twist. Um, but yeah. It's a giant plot twist. <laughs> I never like I was so hit by the plot twist that I couldn't like read the last book. <laughs> yeah, I remember Maisie was talking to me about it and she was telling me deaths and certain <laughs> people. 
<laughs> responsible for those deaths. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone should read Three Dark Counts too. It's a pretty good series in general. Um, my underrated books, Carnival is one by Stephanie Garber. It's like a three book series where it's kind of not it's kind of fantasy where these sisters get trapped in a like a carnival game thing where they have to like it's you have to I don't, I don't know how to describe it because it's so confusing it's like mind-blowing like to the reader and to these characters as well um and the series is amazing you should definitely read it and um a couple other ones the cool the, the cruel prince I guess it's not like an underrated series, but it's less popular. Enemies to Lovers, well crafted. It's pretty good. Definitely read that too. The Winner's Curse came out when we were in seventh, sixth, seventh grade. Um, it's a pretty good book, except the last book, Plot Twist Happened Again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just brace yourself for a big plot twist. Um, and. Falling Kingdoms. I think Allison read it with me, but I don't know, Eden, if you read it. Fallen Kingdoms is like a, it was at the same time as Throne of Glass, so it kind of got like overshadowed. And I guess it wasn't as good as Throne of Glass, to be honest, but it was still pretty good. Um, so I guess those are kind of like the underrated books in my mind. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom was really, really good. I think there's like just something about it, because it was high fantasy, which basically means like it's in basically like another dimension almost, but it didn't feel like it high fantasy. Like there was still that aspect of like young teenager. So like that was really special. I don't know. That was really nice. Um, what's an upcoming book adapt adaptation that you're looking forward to? Because for me, like it's like two to three years down the road but percy jackson the movies were bad let's be honest compared to the books but i have high hopes for this tv show because rick Riordan's behind it you know and i've also heard about like there's a new um harry potter tv show and i'm kind of a little excited about it but at the same time i'm like what's it gonna be because like if it's not about the marauders or the founders or something else i'm gonna be very disappointed what about you guys um yeah i'm kind of with you with that harry potter series thing they're making i'm nervous it's just gonna kind of like butcher everything um that was related to the books i mean the movies they made off of the books those were really good although as i was rereading the harry potter books they definitely kept out a lot of the good stuff and i don't know i feel like it kind of just makes the movies a completely different series than the books um that's just my opinion uh i read somewhere that i don't know if this is true but Okay, do you guys know if um, the Red Crown series, you know that series? 
right? Like Red like, Queen. Yeah, red, yeah, that one. Um, red Queen. Um, I I don't know if this is true, but I heard they might be making a movie out of it. Oh, that's. And if so, I'm not sure how that's gonna be. I don't know. I feel like very high fantasy books are just gonna be really hard to make in movies because either the magic they incorporate might be too cheesy looking, <laughs> or it just it might just. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do agree. It's it's kind of hard to like kind of, I guess, replicate everything because then they also change the story plot like so beyond. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was waiting to say my take on this because I I hate the book adaptations. Or like I, I don't hate them. I just don't like to watch them. Like I don't like to watch TV shows that were adapted from books or movies that were adapted from books in general. Um, just because, you know, when you read a book, you have like a really specific idea of like what who these characters are, how they behave, what they look like, like what they sound like sometimes too. Like you have a really clear picture in your brain because you've read. A book to a certain extent um and i feel like the second an adaptation comes out it just ruins it it's like an automatic like everything you thought is no longer true i think percy jackson is a pretty good example of that like the first the movies i mean even the tv show i think like even though it's animated i think right it's gonna be live action did they just come up with the animated one then or was it was the animated one just like the ad? No say. I don't know. <laughs> oh no. But I think in general I stay away from book adaptations. Just because like the plot's not the same, the characters aren't the same. If I do watch a book adaptation, it's it's because like I've detached the book from the adaptation. I'm like, these are two separate things, completely different characters. I'll be okay. But I will say that the casting in Six of Crows was pretty accurate. If you look at the cast and who's playing Kaz and Edge, um, Matias, Nina, and them, um, that is pretty accurate in terms of like what I thought the characters would look like in real life, which I guess is pretty exciting. Yeah, I definitely do agree. Like, there are some moments where they do really like cast the right people, like Daniel for Harry Potter, um, Kaz and Nedge's height difference is so accurate i'm just like baffled um there's these two actors for like it's this called like the winx club like, oh i know cringy but like <laughs> the two main characters like people are like oh my gosh they look like maxin and america from the selection series and i'm like that is true even though it, they're not casted for the selection they would be perfect for the selection just something about it um if you could read any book for the first time what would it be and i feel like for me i don't know yet let me get back on that what about you eden or jessica i'm i'm not too sure jessica do you have any ideas are we talking books that we have already read and that we would like if if the chance had 
risen that like we would want to read it for the first time again yeah we're talking about like new books for the first time if you could read any book for the first time again what would it be throne of glass i would read the entire series again like for the first time because it was that magical like I, like i know what's going on now like i know what happened in the series but i think especially like the plot twists and like the character reveals and like all of that all of that cool stuff i feel like i would really want to actually sit down and read read the whole thing or maybe just read it for the first time i guess in like a alternate universe maybe want to read it for the first time i guess which is the question um, but yeah learn of last pretty great I would probably reread now I think about it, Percy Jackson. And like, I don't know. There's something about that. Percy Jackson. Eden. Um, I'm not too sure. Like, okay, maybe I would want to read the Legend series again because I don't know, I feel like it's so popular now that everybody kinda understands what goes on. Also, I already reread it recently because of the fourth book, Rebel, because I didn't remember anything. And as I, I, ugh, as I was rereading it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this and all that. So it just, it wasn't the same kind of like, I didn't feel the same way as I felt this first time when I read it. I knew all of the plot twists and I knew what was going to happen. So I think that would be one of the books I would really like to reread for like the very first time. Yeah, definitely. I do agree with Legend. Legend, now I think about it, it didn't feel like a dystopian novel, even though it was. It felt very like fantasy and just felt special, which Mary Lou definitely does very well. And I didn't even know there was a fourth book until now. I gotta reread it. The fourth book is really good too. (laughs) She's she's such a good writer. Yeah. Honestly, she's such a good writer. Give a book recommendation with a one-liner. That's a really hard question. Now that I think about it, and I wrote these questions. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna say the Infernal Device series. It's not a book, but it's a series. The Infernal Device series by Cassandra Clare sarcastic boy meets witty girl who can smack him with a book that sounds weird (laughs) but that's basically those two (laughs) how about you eden or jessica um okay the book Sky Hunter by Mary Lou. Um, it's like one of her recent books she wrote and it's really good. Um, um, okay, wait, 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 let me see. A mute girl who is part of um, an elite uh, military force um, meets a mysterious guy who has a lot of secrets. Ooh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> wow, that you made it sound so cool. Like both of your books sound so cool. Um, 
my book recommendation I'm really hesitant to recommend any books because a lot of the books I read the series they just kind of fall apart at the end <laughs> which I guess is kind of like a thing with YA fantasy because if you have more than three books you know if the first three books are like really good I mean if your last book isn't as good then it's just like a flop um, but I guess my book recommendation that I haven't talked about yet is um, it would be Renegades by Marissa Meyer. Um, it's a pretty good series. It has three books in it. The first book is amazing. The second book is also okay. The third book gets uh, <laughs> not as good. But just read the first book and you'll see what happens. But essentially, my one-liner would be... Uh, if you have heroes and villains, what if the heroes are the villains? And then that is the essentially the synopsis of the entire series. But Marissa Meyer let us down, to be honest. The plot. Yeah. She did that for Cinder too, not gonna lie. She did that for Cinder too, not gonna lie. But nevertheless, Renegades was an amazing book. It's an amazing book. Thank you all for listening. And if you have not already, listen to our past three episodes. And until next pa- next podcast, thank you.